In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Hey! It's Warhorse and you need to shut your mouth, open your eyes, and clean out your ears, because it's time to listen to the Raw and Order podcast. That's right, they're bringing you the best in all that meaty podcasty goodness in one, what is it, an hour, two, who cares, who gives a shit, you need to listen to it right now, or else Warhorse is gonna, I don't know, roll your ass! Welcome to another episode of Raw and Order, the wrestling booking union, the only wrestling podcast on the planet that, you know, I don't know, just bought this thing. I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I'm joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting. Starting off, District Attorney Vincent K. Faye, what's going on, man? How are you? Do you, do you suppose the ass rolling will be pleasant? Mm, I don't imagine those war horse. It, you, your ass ruling is is probably not going to be pleasant. Probably not. Uh, also That's joining us from up north, RCMP JLB. What's going on, man? Hey, hey, it goes, it goes, good sir. Can't complain. That's because no one will listen. But uh, good, good. It's Sunday. It's fun day. It's uh, it's good. Can't uh, complain. A lot of wrestling this week. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm ready to talk about it. Yeah, a lot of lot of stuff to talk about. I, some big things to talk about. First things first, <clears throat> I want to point out that this little message right down here, right? Subscribe for two months in a row. It's because he is a Prime subscriber going through Amazon Prime Gaming. So he had to make sure to click do it again this month. <clears throat> so... If you're uh, through Amazon Prime and subscribing to us, make sure to go click that little little button, subscribe again. Right. Um, otherwise, if you're just month to month, make sure to renew, whatever, um, however you do it there. <laughs> but the, the a- Amazon Prime ones definitely have to renew month to month. And, you know, it's free. You know, throws oh. a little support our ways. Uh, it doesn't cost you a, a dime extra. Great way to support us, but. Anywho's, uh, welcome to Raw and Order. I am excited to talk about stuff. Uh, I imagine one of the big things we will talk about is one Wyndham Rotunda and his uh, fantastic promo on SmackDown, um, which uh, took the character in a little bit, <clears throat> excuse me, a little bit different direction than I thought they were going. Not super different. <clears throat> but a little different. Um, <clears throat> and we'll get to that in a little bit. Jesus, I suddenly have a big old frog in my throat. Uh, really? Uh, yeah, like the whole thing? whole thing. It's it's Kermit in there, man. Kermit the frog here. Kermit different frog meaning here. to the phrase deep-throating, huh? Oh, um, Wow. <laughs> you're, the one, you're the one with the frog in your mouth, so whatever floats your boat, good sir. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> what, well, here's the deal. I did not get a chance to watch SmackDown. Oh, well, I had a cancer here's... benefit on Saturday and on Friday. Let's see what we can do about I, it then. Yeah, so I am going to give a live react after you guys um, get my hopes up. 
Well, I mean, it was very different. I feel like you should just watch it and then we should talk about it. Because then I feel like getting your reaction to it. One, you don't know anything. So you're telling me you haven't read anything. You All I've seen is there was a fire promo. And then I had a very busy day today and yesterday. Okay. And Friday night I was prepping for those. Fair enough. So, yeah, you should definitely give it a watch before we talk about it. Because it's definitely worth at least watching without knowing anything. Okay. Well, I was I was debating on risking the copyright strike god. I'm just playing it. But well, hold on. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah, that might not be a good idea actually. It might not, but you know, <laughs> I I do a lot of bad ideas. Oh my god. He's doing it, folks. I may be doing it. I gotta find the right one though. Mm. Let's highlight. It is on YouTube. It is, but I'm finding I'm trying to find the right one because this one might be it. YouTube. Are we gonna are we gonna just put it on screen? Yeah, probably. Once I get past this, I feel like I'm gonna need a beverage for this. Hi, Ambrosia. Hello, 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 hello. Now you can put the other one up there, Smarks. Okay. There, I put it up. Big JC, thanks for two months in a row. Two months in a row as well. Look at that. It's two month day. Two. Mine is on the 18th. Two-month two day? Month month and two days? I um, found one. I got it. I got it. I got it. Jeez. Chill your ass. I don't know. Do you go to Chill see? your ass. Do, do, do. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. Get it. Add it to stream. And... Yeah. So, so to talk Absolutely. about specifically, I'm I'm certain that this is a work shoot, to use the phrase. Uh, he is speaking as Bray Wyatt, as Wyndham Rotunda, but that the character Wyndham Rotunda is now a character in the Wyatt family. Tree sort of in, thing in, in the Wyatt Six repertoire. Yeah, yeah, um, and that'll become clearer as this goes on. Uh, but he says at the beginning, "This is this is me talking. This isn't," which you know is uh, wrestling code for uh, this is oh, still a work. <laughs> this is this is me trying to work you, but but it's still I I imagine that this was a very emotional thing, and and you know he. Yeah. Pulled back the curtain already there by saying I lost two people who were very important to me. That's it. Um, and also saying I love you to the crowd kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I love you too. Yeah. Uh, all, all of that stuff. So so a lot of uh, breaking the, 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 the illusion for a bit. Um, Fourth wall. Is that exposing what it is? the business <laughs> a bit. Um, oh, Ooh, that's 16 walls. Yes. Fourth wall? <laughs> fourth wall break instead of a fourth wall break? Ooh, that's 16 walls. Ooh. Okay. Let's go 
killed. Back home, and then every once in a while, there would be someone I would meet that's truly remarkable, and you, you know who you are. But these people, they would come to me. They would come to me and they would say, Bray, I just wanted to thank you, man, because I was in a time of need and I lost people that were close to me and I lost my self-confidence and I felt weak and I felt vulnerable. And in this weakened state, I found your words, Bray. I found your words and I just wanted to thank you, man. You saved my life, Bray. I, I don't think about stuff like that. His words like Lebrian. <laughs> Those are the words that saved their lives. And the thing about that is, is that I can sit here right now today and I can look all of you in the eyes and I can say that you were there when I was weak, when I was vulnerable, when I was down. So I just wanted to say thank you. You all saved my life. Where in the fuck is this going? You wouldn't let me alone. <laughs> Every time I tried to run away and hide, you were there to find me. When I left things behind, you found them. You chased me. You are the reason. Oh, hey, oh, oh. That's where it's gone. Oh, little one, my little one. Come, come, come with me. Your life is done. Forget the future. Forget the past. Life is over. Breathe your land. You got no idea who you're dealing with, do you? Ooh, but you will. <laughs> you will. You have personalities, huh? No idea what you're dealing with. Yes. But you will. But you will. But you will. So, so yeah, here's the deal. That's that, like I said, work shoot. It obviously was meant to feel like a shoot. Like he he's out there talking, right? Um, and I'm sure some of the things he said were based on reality. I'm sure he has had fans come up to him and say, you know, your character helped me helped through me, a dark yeah. time in my life. Your character did this or whatever. Um. And I'm sure he feels grateful for the fans that he has and how they've treated him over the years and everything. Uh, right. But at the same point, this is really just setting up this new character. Now, there's um, a lot of speculation going on online. Uh, in fact, you know, I played into it myself on Fantasy Booking, um, which you can watch right now on YouTube or listen to on podcasts if you want to. I... Uh, challenged you guys to uh, the book, The Wyatt Six. Who are the Wyatt Six? Who would you do choose for them? Um, are they the six personalities of Ray? But Ray? that's the speculation that's is that it's going to yeah, end up being like. the six personalities of Ray. Um, now, that being said, um, I still think they need people to be those personalities, right? Like, Bray himself cannot be all six personalities. Well, uh, I mean, at least they, not they at any flat given. out named five, just 
Wyndham Rotunda being the sixth. Mm-hmm. But my point is that they can't have him physically embodying all six personas. Uh, because well, just like they, if, if they're physically the feuding, scenario. he can on video. Obviously, he can on video, but eventually the Wyatt Six is going to have to appear in in forms, and so um, I still think that there's going to be people behind the different <laughs> Wyatt, uh, and I I think reports have it that his brother Bo Dallas is going to be returning soon and i think most likely he's the white going man. to be one of them uh, uh oh by the way the um the name of uh the mask that showed up there is reportedly uncle howdy um but they did also trademark the name uncle harper as well so uh they may have trademarked it just as a uh, homage to Luke Harper, a.k.a. Brody Lee. They may have trademarked it for other reasons. Um, but that's out there. So um, I thought it was a brilliant promo that did really good at walking that line in between how much of this is real and how much of this is storyline which some of the best promos are that, you know. Uh, but at the same point, it did that without having to be, for lack of a better term, a pipe bomb promo. Because, uh, uh... Shoe fly, don't bother, Fabe. Shoe fly, don't mosquito bother, season. <laughs> Indoor mosquito season. I don't know why it happens in my house, but... Ray shows up and I get mosquitoes in my house. <laughs> Let me in. Fucking terrifying. <laughs> Let me in. Imagine. Mosquito just out, outright just says that. You're like, what the fuck, bro? <laughs> there were a lot of people who were pulling up some people from NXT to be in the Wyatt Six. Uh, like Joe Gacy and Grayson right. Waller. Hey, uh, Joe, Joe Gacy's, Gacy's one. Oh, no, that's Joe Henry. Sorry. Yeah, Joe Henry. Uh, Joe, G the thing with Joe Gacy is he's in the middle of a program in NXT. He's in the middle of doing something down in NXT, and under Vince, I I could see them doing it, but under Triple H, I just don't see them pulling the rug out from a program in NXT just because they can on the main roster. You know what I mean? Mm. So unless we see that program in NXT wind down. I don't think Joe Gacy is going to be one of them. I think Grayson Waller was recently involved in one too, but I can't. Yeah, remember. they were mentioning Grayson Waller as one of them. Uh -huh. Of course, Dexter is one of them. I don't think Dexter's one. I don't of think Dexter. Here's the deal: I'm I'm beginning to think it's probably not Karrion Cross either. I I think the people who show up as part of it are all going to be uh, people who either have been written out of pro programs recently or are new to the main roster. Or at least new back to the main roster in the case like Bo Dallas. Uh, uh, I don't think they're going to just take Karen Cross or Dexter Loomis and say, oh, by the way, all this stuff that we've been doing the last couple months with them, that was just filler until they could until be in this. Until this, till Bray. 
Well, I mean, unless they tie it in to well, Dexter Loomis could still kind of work. He's not really in a program. He's in a program with Miz, but we still don't know why he did what he did and why he's doing what he's doing. So this could have been sent from Bray or something to try to get his Wyatt six. You show that fly who's boss. Mosquito. Mosquito. You show that mosquito who's boss. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I mean, for for, for Karrion Cross, it's a bit hard. Um, granted, he's not doing anything at the moment, or I guess he's still in a program with Drew. Um, yep, yeah, still in a program with Drew. The thing with, the thing with uh, Dexter Loomis is this style of Dexter Loomis does not fit the the Wyatt mystique. This is... This is psychopathic. This is serial killer. And the Wyatt Mystique is cult. It's a different concept. Okay. And different so type of, okay. that's why I don't think it's Dexter Loomis. Uh, but I also, I just, I think this is going to be their way of reintroducing or introducing some new characters. Um, people who've been written off for one reason or another can be reintroduced with it, such as uh, Sister Abigail or Abby the Witch, either way. Could be uh, Nikki Cross, who's been written off based on her hating her uh, superhero gimmick again or whatever. It could be uh, a Liv Morgan now that she's extreme, although based on the events of SmackDown, I don't think it's Liv Morgan because she's not disappeared. You know what I mean? She's still very much there. Um, But I don't know. I really don't know who it is right now. I think, And it, I, I feel think like we're going to get this tease for quite some time. Because obviously this, this promo happened at like 10.58. Mm, yeah, it was so, the last thing of the night. Last, last thing on the night. And it was promoted right from the beginning. So great marketing and promoing. Well, uh, that's what they, what they did at uh, Extreme uh, Rules. Yeah, exactly. Um, here, here's what it comes down to. Reports have it that uh, the Wyatt Six in some way is being pitched as uh, one of the Survivor Series matches, right? Mm. Potentially Wyatt Six versus Bloodline. Um, And so they've got a month to build that up. Um, But only a month, you know? Right. which is why I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, I don't see Wyatt going, doing anything with the bloodline just yet so soon. Unless it's a way to write Roman off to completely go do something else. I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't think that they're, I think, I don't think they're going to go title here. I don't think they're going to go title. I think they're going to go bloodline. I think they're going to go, you know, for lack of a better term, we, we're the cult here. You and your family can go away because we're the we're the top dogs here. Um, Ultimately, rumor has it that Solo's the the overthrow of Roman. Um, they there was some hinting that potentially, uh, but I I think think, I I think think it's definitely going to be Jay. Uh, Oh, really? I think Dwayne is, but no, I think it's going to be Jay. I think they've been hinting a lot about Jay not getting along and Jay being a hothead and all this stuff that this is going to be to build Jay up. But um, 
but I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to beat Roman and like take the title. I think he's going to cost Roman. You know what I mean? Uh, but that's another thing. I'll Maybe not interfere when he's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Either not interfere when he's supposed to, or interfere to help someone else. Hmm. Uh, or in the case of like a Survivor Series match, basically just quit. You know what I mean? Like, it's down to three on two, and he just just deuces, leaving it three on one against Roman. You know, leaving Roman to the wolves. Now you to one, Roman. You to one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but no, they have teased a little bit, or I don't know if we can call it them teasing. Uh, Solo teased a little bit in an interview. Uh, he uh said that it had been like twenty years since he last talked to Roman prior to him getting called up to the main roster and being part of the bloodline, like. You know, Roman doesn't talk to me. I wasn't I wasn't a friend of Roman's. I wasn't he doesn't care about right. family sort of a thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, they could definitely go that go that route. So So they might be doing that. I don't know. It might be just kind of a slow fall apart of the bloodline storyline that they do there. But Here's the deal is, like, I don't know in terms of storyline-wise exactly why they do it, but I do know in terms of money-wise, if you want to uh, sell your one of your tentpole pay-per-views of the year, having the newly returned hottest uh, superstar you have go against uh, the the hot stable of the year, the bloodline is probably the way you want to do it. You know what I mean? Right. Also, who else on SmackDown do they have to go against the Bloodline? That they haven't just already buried. So they haven't already had, yeah, them buried. Exactly. Yeah. By, by the way, I, I meant to mention this at the beginning. I got two more boxes. So oh, we're going to be opening the box again today. <laughs> nice. Jeepers. And then, I showed this to them before, but this was my newest purchase. Ooh, yeah! This is... Macho Man. This is uh, the first new WWE action figure I've bought in a long time. Uh, That's because it was the Macho Man. It was the Macho Man. The cream rises to the top. I do like... um, I will give... Uh, WWE credit on these, especially the these uh, Ultimate Editions, right? Uh, all you have to do is cut the tape in three spots, and it just opens. Oh, nice. So, so that's kind of cool. You can at least... It more of a storage container. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Whereas, like, the AEW stuff, I know uh, DFA will... Uh, yeah, you basically have to tear it apart to get in there. Yeah, there Bet that one costs a lot more money than a regular action figure, though. That box is probably what costs a little bit more. <laughs> it did cost a little more, but not really that much. It was like uh, thirty bucks, whereas the 
uh, AEW figures are 22. Okay. So. Not bad. For that box, it's kind of uh, kind of worth it because that's a mm-hmm. nice little storage box and you could kind of at least open it up and kind of maybe look at it closer yeah. or whatever. I know. did uh, almost buy a, not a Legends, uh, not an Ultimate, but a, I think a Legends series uh, today at Target and I may go back. They had uh, on clearance for $10 a Stacey Keebler and an X-Pac. I don't really oh. care for X Pac, but and I yeah, Stacy Keebler, Stacy Keebler, you know. I'm like, but she's got legs; she knows how to use them. Mm-hmm. They go all the way up, <laughs> as opposed to stopping halfway. Exactly. So, so first off, which of these here two boxes am I opening today? Mm, left. Yeah, to the left. Okay, you're left. <laughs> That's it. I was like, oh, okay, just fuck our opinion then. <laughs> nope. You said left. I chose my left. <laughs> That's fair. That's why I said, okay, you're left. I'm running. He's opening the box. What's inside? Uh, wrestling cards. Yeah, it's going to be wrestling cards. Spoiler alert. I meant the superstars, you smartass. WWE What's in the box? Tell me what's, what's in, the, in box? the box. What's in the box? What's okay. in the box? What's in there? What? One through six. Come on, give me two. Uh, Wait, Waiting for, for Ambrosia to say 21. Let's go four. Let's just switch it up. We always go three. Let's hit it with a four. Four? He says four. I say I say six. Four and six. That's for your age, Smarks. 46. Oh. I'm not that old yet. I'll be 45 soon. <laughs> does not end, sir. It does not end. 46 is when we will finally get the bra and panties match the video that you guys are supposed to do. Oof. It'll happen. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah, when you're okay. 46. Because people just have to keep <laughs> subscribing to find out when. Randy. I think this Randy. is a double. In fact, I think a lot of this pack is a double. Because I'm also fairly certain I've got Kofi Kingston. Boom. Kofi V. And I'm pretty sure in the morning. I've got Santos Escobar already. Yeah, I feel like I've seen that one before. But what I don't have is a silver version of Superstar Billy Graham. Nice. I don't think you have any version of Superstar Billy Graham. I indeed do not. But But he at least has a silver version. Okay. Six, six, six. Hello. Hello. Hello, hello, Hammy Ham. Welcome, good sir. Thank that you. That is for... not anybody named Ham. That's A Car Pet Love. No, I know, but it's. it's... Uh, Your name is Hammy Ham. He's a he's a pet lover. He loves pets. Little furries. This is the pet love. 
Aribararasa. That is the whitest Aribararasa I've ever heard. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty white. Okay, let, let, let me try it. Aribararasa. That's the whitest. But he was trying to be white. Cora Jade. Oh. That's a keeper. Yeah, nice rookie card. Mm-hmm. I think this is a duplicate, but it's okay. Because I like Angel Garza, so. Yep. Also known as Ed Health. And my chase card for that Ed guards up. Is an orange of Montez Ford. Nice. It's in the middle of a shooting star press of some sort. Mm-hmm. Or maybe a. Yeah, I know. It's kind of weird how you can't tell. <laughs> some of them are still kind of weird, though. Like, what a maneuver to actually showcase on a card. But. But, you know. So, anyways, other than um, Bray and his return. Uh, what else do we need to talk about this week? There's a lot of wrestling, but I'm trying to remember. Well, I mean, I was kind of wondering what you guys think of the whole uh, Garcia thing. With Garcia finally uh, going JAS, or is he? Because oh, once man. he did um, mess up... like. Once he did uh, hit, uh, it was Daniel Bryan, right? Once he did hit Daniel Bryan, uh, he just also seemed like he was still conflicted, although he went back with them. So do you guys think they're telling a story with this, or is Garcia just a shitty actor? Um, No, they're telling a story, but he on Rampage delivered a promo where he said he's the best sports entertainer. Right. There is, and he's definitely back. Um, That being said, they're telling a story. Eventually, there's going to be a turn. It's just how long. AEW likes to sometimes go maybe too long with some of these turns. So, um, it could be. Maybe too long. Mm -hmm. He uses the maybe word. AEW likes to go too long. Some of the yeah, but some of them do pay off, so it's not really too long because we were still satisfied by the ultimate result. It going too long implies that we were kind of fed up. We saw the result, and we're like, "Hey, you waited too long. We don't really care anymore." So there is a, a difference, mm-hmm. um, and I think I well, I don't know because obviously we saw on Rampage him saying he's a sports entertainer, cool story, but then on uh, the Don the Dynamite before. He seemed like he was reluctant to actually do it. So story being told, I guess, but it's just kind of like maybe he's conf- he's conflicted as well and whatever. So, but we've already seen him do this. So this might already be at a point where it's like, if it's not in the next month, I'm fed up. Okay. Well, um, to break in really quickly, first, everyone check their posture. Make oh. sure they're sitting straight. Well, hold on, I'll come back on cam. Yep, I was already sitting up straight, but I better and then glasses. Hydradish. Twice. Oh. Fuck. Ambrosia. I love this. This was an ambrosia. There we go. 
So I do have a question for Smarts, who works in detective work all day. <laughs> How would you like to be able to just sit around and play video games like the Canadian Mounted Police kids do? Wow. Facts. <laughs> mm, I would yeah. I would love to. Uh, unfortunately, I've got a uh, four-year-old who gets in the way of me doing most of that stuff. So, Yeah, don't be jelly because I have no life. <laughs> <laughs> That's legit right there. Legit. Legit. Too legit to quit. Too legit. Too legit Too to legit quit to on quit. a video game. Too legit. Too legit to quit. Hey, was that, hey! Was that MC Hammer or was that LL Cool J? That was MC Hammer. Okay. Yes. I don't know why I was thinking that was LL Cool J. Yes, it was on the Please Hammer. Do not hurt them. Um, mm-hmm. When you politely ask someone not to hurt other people. Please don't do it. Please don't. Do not. Please don't hurt them. But, um. So... Uh, no, I mean, they're definitely telling a story, I think. It's just, you know, what? Uh, the story could be uh, leading up to that Ring of Honor world title that Jericho has around uh, his waist and the eventual relaunch of Ring of Honor as a uh, television show. Right. Um, Where, you know, at the relaunch then... Danielson, Dan, Daniel, Daniel Garcia, not Danielson, uh, betrays him to win the Ring of Honor world title and defend it. Um, I think the first thing, though, they're going to, I think it's not going to be right away. They're going to lean heavily into the sports entertainer being the sports entertainers. Yeah, being the champions of wrestling heavy Ring right. of Honor. Um, I think that's uh, a lot of people are are angry about uh, Chris Jericho being the Ring of Honor champion. Oh, that's great heat, though. That's awesome. Yeah, the the heat level to to make a person whose entire gimmick right now is that he's a sports entertainer. He's not a wrestler. He's a sports entertainer, and that sports entertainment is better than professional wrestling. That a sports entertainer will beat a wrestler any day of the week, and then make him the world champion of your sports entertainment heavy, of your of your wrestling heavy and thing. This is this is built in heat, and it's it's absolutely brilliant if you ask me. Um, right. And the fact that everyone's angry about it is exactly the reason why. <laughs> you know, for all of the Ring of Honor bros out there who are all like, I can't believe they made. Chris Jericho champion. That's exactly why. Right. Um, so that you would go, I can't believe they married Chris Jericho champion. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, but that's what I think is going to happen. I, you know, I, no, I, but I, I see that. I just don't know why they had to do the off again on again. You know what I mean? When he originally had bounce from the team and Daniel Bryan came in the ring and whatever, just make him do his own little thing and just start that freaking feud. You're taking forever. We don't know anything about ROH if there's a TV deal. So all I'm saying is unless we get a TV deal in the next month, uh, we get this conclusion in the next month. I'm just not going to care. Uh, and see, I think it's the, uh, now here's, I understand where you're coming from with the not caring. 
this this is what I was saying. They can be accused AEW of sometimes going too long on some of these things, right? Um, but here's the deal. I think they expected to be closer to a deal, and so they pulled the trigger on on uh, Daniel Garcia turning on Chris Jericho earlier. Okay. And then I think they realized that the deal is a little farther off. So they waffled back so that okay. they can pull the trigger on it again later. Um, reports I've heard state that Warner Brothers Discovery uh, is really high on, on the idea of Ring of Honor. Uh, but oh. they want to do continue to do Ring of Honor pay-per-views for a little bit longer before they come do any sort of television deal so we're gonna have at least one more ring of honor pay-per-view first but isn't that um, on pay-per-view not on discovery or it's warner still brothers? through bleacher report which is a warner brothers discovery property oh snap okay at least in america it's bleacher report that's fair other places get to do fight sometimes or whatever but right in america it's bleacher report which is save, the, save us five dollars here mm-hmm so, um, uh, speaking of reports, reports have it that as part of the pitch to Warner Brothers Discovery, uh, there's a pitch for a one or two hour long uh, Ring of Honor show a week and potentially a all woman's show for AEW. Um, and we've talked before about this as an idea, and I've said before that I'm not a fan of it. Um... And I'm going to reiterate that I'm not a fan of the idea of an all-women's show. Um, because I think it's one of those things, once you have an all-women's show, it's really easy to start deprioritizing the women on the regular shows. You know? Right. When, when you're like, oh, I've got five matches I want to put on. One of them is a woman's match. Well, they've got a whole show that they can put that match on. So instead of putting it on Dynamite, I'll put it on the exclusively women's show. I like the idea of an all women's pay per view. Mm -hmm. yep. I, I I loved it under I, WWE. I, I I'm fine with the idea of doing an all women's episode of Dynamite every once in a while. Um, what I don't like is an exclusive weekly reoccurring show that's just women's wrestling, and I don't like it because I I worry that it just leads to deprioritizing women's wrestling on the main shows. Yeah, um, I, I would. I like. I, I would like maybe them doing it once a month, maybe because I do feel there needs to be more direction still for the women's division. You know, we're still not necessarily involved with all the women there, or. You know, it's just, I don't know. There needs to be something. Tony Storm is doing a great job, a fantastic job with Soraya there in, in now too, but there's well, just I not... mean, the, the problem is, you know, the biggest problem with the women's division is lack of exposure. Yeah, they've got matches on Dark and Dark Elevation every week. But that um, don't count. But those don't really count because 90% of people don't watch them, and they really don't even count for storylines. Um and we've said before, with Dark and Dark Elevation, if they really wanted people to watch those religiously, they would have to start making them part of the storyline, right? Have stuff happen on Dark Elevation mm -hmm. or Dark that actively affects the active storylines. Um, 
so people have a reason to watch Dark or Dark Elevation. As of right now, they don't. Um, and so, but they have women's matches on there. And then they have one or two a week on the main shows um, to, to specifically talk this week. Um, one second. Because I got to find this week's. I thought I'd opened it up and I had not. Oh, no, not you have not. Oh, no, not you have not. Well, did you just make this a Rihanna song? Is that what you just did? Yeah, yeah I did that. Okay. We'll do this one. So we had... Um, do, do, do. Do, do, do. Um, We had one women's match on Dynamite. And one on Rampage. I believe one on Rampage, but I gotta. Lady's getting no love from Tony. I'm gonna run. Yeah, you. one on on rampage. So yes, right. two total matches. Uh, now that being said, we had one, two, three men's matches on rampage, and one, two. Three, four, five, five men's matches on Dynamite. So we have a two to eight ratio, right? One out of every, or one to four. One out Mm -hmm. of every five matches has been women's. That's where the problem is, right? Um, I'm not saying they need to be 50-50 right away because you've got more men's titles. Um, You just have more men just in general. But it needs to be better than 20%, you know? It needs to be 2 to 1 at best, you know what I mean? Uh, and, And that's the problem. And I just worry if they do... A, a women's TV show that eventually, yeah, they'll get the, the, the ratio up, but it's just right. like AEW Dark and, and Elevation. Um, they start fucking off those, show, those matches to the women's show, and if nobody watches right. the women's show, it doesn't matter. Women's wrestling goes down. We're right. in the same boat. Exactly. So a women's pay-per-view, Good. Women's episodes of Dynamite or Rampage exclusively women, good. Women's exclusive show, no bueno. Yep, uh, I'd agree with that. Point. So, 
I believe we are in agreement on that one. Yeah, Tony just has to uh, get more creative with his booking for women, and um, yeah. And I, I don't even think it's more creative. I just think he needs to do it more. The, the simple fact is, let's let's look at at uh, I'm on Dynamite right now. Let's look at Dynamite. You had Jungle Boy Jack Perry versus Luchasaurus. Okay, that match is part of a storyline. I was really going to talk to that one. That was a, that was a fire match. Yeah, that was really, a fun match. really needed um, to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Warjo versus The Factory. Loved it. It was a good match. Didn't need to happen, but it was a good match. I don't know if it really needed to happen. I mean, yeah, it eventually told the story with, with the embassy coming out, and they're obviously trying to build the embassy up. Um, and then FDR and, and Sean Spears making his return. I, uh, I deeply but, enjoyed the interview um, with MJF that... Uh, uh, when Stokely Hathaway interrupted him, mm-hmm. yeah, deeply enjoyed that. There's a really interesting story that they're telling there. With guess he's MJF. no longer going to have a stable on retainer soon. Yeah, well, MJF being almost faceish, but not, but right. kind of. Anyway, but not. Um, Swerve Strickland versus Daddy Ass. Um, I mean, yeah, that's. Selling the storyline of of uh, Swerve and Our Glory trying to get back their titles eventually, but I don't know if this really had to happen. And I mean, aside uh, from the fact that Billy Gunn looked freaking awesome, like well, and and the crowd chanted, "Scissor me, scissor me." Well, I think it was scissor me. Also, the fact that uh, that's what it was. uh, Swerve won with heel tactics. He cl- or, he held the ropes to win. Yes. That's at least a storyline they're telling there. Um, and then, of course, also the uh, storyline with Smart Mark Sterling and Tony Nese coming out and saying they bought the trademark for Scissor Me. Uh, scissor <laughs> me that was fantastic. Um, and the scissor uh, gesture, so you can't use those anymore. But did the match really have to happen? I don't know. That could have been a women's match there. Um uh, we had uh, Chris Jericho versus Brian Danielson. This match needed to happen as part of the story with the the um, Daniel Garcia thing, so that's fine. But so we've already found at least one match that they could have replaced with a women's match. AEW Women's Champion Tony Storm, interim champion, I should say, and Hikaru Shida versus Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. Um, that's their one women's match. Right, right, um, and then uh, the All Atlantic Championship match: the Bastard Pock versus uh, Orange Cassidy. Um, I think that one needed to happen. I, you know, they finally were able to pull the trigger on Orange Cassidy in a championship match. So, uh, but there we could have had two matches and still told the exact same storylines, um, and had two women's matches there. We go to Rampage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, John Moxley and Claudio Castagnoli versus The Butcher and Blade to open the show. I mean, yeah, you want to have John Moxley on. You want to showcase Claudio Castagnoli. But um, this match didn't, like, do anything. No. Really. I mean, it was a good match. It was fine, you know, but whatever, right? Uh, you had a long, the long segment with the Jericho Appreciation Society. You had Nyla Rose versus Anna JS, JAS, I should say. Um, so there's your women's match. Uh, but it was a fairly short match. 
Um, and it was really just to set up the Jade Cargill storyline even more. And he had All Ego Ethan Page versus Isaiah Cassidy in a really short match. Yeah, that just didn't even um, need to happen. And then I the, mean, I get it. You want Ethan Page to get up, but uh, I don't know, man. I'm just sick and tired of these squash matches. I feel like they don't do what they don't do. They do more harm than good now, just because they're done so frequently. Squash matches always happen. They always have, and they always will. Uh, um, I'm just not a fan. The 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 plus to a squash match is what you got February 24th, which actually uh, Hurricane talked about it on a podcast this weekend. If you have squash matches, then you can get Hurricane beating Brock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the deal. So, you have to have squash matches, so eventually, like in this case, it was Isaiah Cassidy versus Ethan Page. Uh, right. You have Ethan Page squash Isaiah Cassidy. Um, the rule was if Ethan Page won, Matt Hardy has to join the firm. And Private Party is part of the firm because they're contracts are being held if right. isaiah cassie won private contract uh, the private party's contract would be uh eliminated and they'd be free to go right still so, kind of didn't give a shit though did you really care about that well but the the story they're going to tell now is uh private party and matt hardy being abused as part of the firm being used and then eventually fighting for their freedom and you, you have a squash match so that later you can have Isaiah Cassidy get his vengeance by beating Ethan Page. So you do both things. You establish Ethan Page now, and then you establish Isaiah Cassidy later with it. Um, but this match didn't really need to happen. They could have right. told the story in a different way, or at least in a different time. They could have had another women's match there. So. Um, and then you had the trios match, uh, which was FTR and Sean Spears versus uh, the Embassy, which is Brian Cage, Khan, and Toa Leona. Uh, I really like Khan's look. Really like his look. Um, and so I'm happy to see them giving him a little bit more time in the ring here and there. Um, sure. I think he's going to... Uh, be a figurehead in the reestablished Ring of Honor. He apparently was in Ring of Honor recently before the uh, before the the sale. The so I yeah, I think they're going to they're trying to reestablish him to make him a big part of the Ring of Honor. In fact, I think frankly, I think the Embassy as a whole is going to be a showcase in Ring of Honor once it gets relaunched. That's my thoughts on it. My yeah, they'll definitely be like the main stable kind of thing, mm -hmm. which is what they were like. That was originally created in Ring of Honor, and I think that was the main stable to begin with. No, uh, the embassy as as it exists now did not exist in Ring of Honor. Uh, Prince Nana was in Ring of Honor, mm -hmm. and right. Khan was in Ring of Honor, but they brought them in after Tony bought Ring of Honor. They put them together into a thing. Now there was the kingdom. And that's what happened after the match. That was Mike Bennett, Matt Taven, and Maria Kanellis uh, came out right. and challenged uh, uh, FTR. And so that's going to be the thing there. And those are Ring of Honor staples. Um, it does bring up an interesting thing that I was going to talk about at some point. Might as well talk about it now. Uh, do you know who one of the leaders of the kingdom in Ring of Honor was? 
Is that Swerve? Is that right? No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> the kingdom, the founding leader of the kingdom, was an Adam Cole baby. Oh, snap. Um, which brings up an interesting thing. Adam Cole, right now he's out reportedly with a, a fairly substantial concussion. Mm. Um, and so, you know, concussions are one of those things where there's no predicting when you come back. It's when you clear the protocol, you're back, you know? And yeah, so right. every week they, they check him and does he... Does he clear the protocol? Nope. Okay, then he's out. Oh, does he? Okay, he's back. Um, but he no longer has the entirety of his uh, faction with him anymore. Uh, right. He's got uh, Kyle O'Reilly, and that's it. Right? Um. So this opens the door for him to potentially form the kingdom again, or at least rejoin the kingdom. There's another person who was in the kingdom that uh, that is involved in uh, in AEW. Uh, that's really interesting. That also could play into this storyline. Um, which also makes it a little more interesting place based on the placement of this match uh, being right after the other one. Uh, Matt Hardy was in the kingdom in Ring of Honor. Um, that, I mean, at least Matt would be doing something because Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So this could be something that plays into that other storyline where Matt Hardy gets rescued from the kingdom or from the excuse me the firm right by the other members of the kingdom and is able to rejoin the kingdom so there's there's some interesting storylines they could tell uh based on that but uh it was interesting to see them show up uh, i think matt taven can be great um and so and he's a former ring of honor world champion so having him involved in AEW again, or not again for the first time, and potentially in Ring of Honor for again could be big. I think Matt Mike Bennett is a phenomenal talent who is better when his wife is not around him. Uh, but unfortunately, um, <laughs> she's there. I think I think he would disagree with that statement. Although it didn't work out in WWE, obviously, but I I think uh, we we can point out multiple times that he was uh, partnered with his wife in wrestling, and it didn't work out. And we can then point to times when his career went really really well, and they were almost all without his wife. Now I'm not saying he doesn't shouldn't be with his wife. I'm just saying that they can. <laughs> well, you be are in storyline. <laughs> in the storyline, right. they can be to, like, like here's the deal. There's there's lots of married people in wrestling who are not part of storylines with each other, right? right? 
uh, Becky and Seth come to mind uh, right away, you know? Right. Um, Andrade and Charlotte have never been in storylines together, despite the fact that they've been together for a long time. And yes, they're in different companies right now um, for the time being. Uh, we'll... For now. I mean, Andrade did post a Twitter pic nine days into his suspension. He's just relaxing on a beach or with a vacational view of a beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's chilling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what do you think. Tony Khan's not going to give in. Like, bro, listen, at the end of the he, day, you ain't going to WWE, okay? Like, he he thought if he punched uh, the golden child... Sammy Guevara, he'd get fired for it, and then he could sit out his 90-day and then go. I don't even know if there's 90 days for... I assume there's 90-day no-competes for AEW, right. just because that's fairly standard, but um, but I don't know for certain, so... Um, but Tony Khan specifically warned him earlier, said, listen, don't start any trouble, just move past it. Uh, but I'm not going to fire you. And he still's like, we'll find out. Um, <laughs> we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're going to have to find and find out. I think, uh, I think this is a perfect example of a time when uh, someone should get the Lanny Poffo treatment um, because... Here's the thing. Like, yeah, normally I'm a I'm a believer in if you truly are unhappy with a company, ask for your release and the company if they're good, they should let you go, you know, and all that stuff. I'm normally of that. Except mm-hmm. if you stoop to this sort of shit, you know? Right. What I mean? First of all, he was brought in and he's been treated in my opinion very well by AEW. They've right. let him wrestle wherever he wanted. They had him come in. They give him this really great entrance. Uh, and then, yes, his his uh, character hasn't been taking off. And I get it. That's frustrating. Uh, but I think that's more on him than on Tony Khan. I think his character that he's trying to do is a character that nobody cares for. Um, Which might enjoy- be off Tony Khan's booking, though. Hey, you're going to be doing this. Do it how you like it, but this is what I want from you. You know That's what I mean? Fine. Maybe Andrade doesn't want to do that. Again, there's ways around that. <laughs> Part of it is talking to management, right? It's been shown that Tony Khan's door is open when people want to discuss. I don't know. We should probably talk to what's-his-face, the octopus dude. He was pretty pissed at Tony Khan. No communication there. Um, he was, he was pissed with Tony Khan because he wasn't com- uh, communicating with Tony Khan. Uh, and that's part of the thing that changed is Tony Khan instituted better policies for communication after that. But I think, and I'm, I'm going to say this as a Gresham fan, I think Gresham was being a little bit of a baby. Um, and, and a little bit of an ego. And frankly... Uh, was just angry that he was going to lose the Ring of Honor title. That's it. I think that's all it came down to. Well, I he's... Mean, 
He threw this big fit and said, I think I might be done with wrestling and everything. He hasn't missed a beat. He's continued to wrestle. Uh, yeah, I mean, here's the deal, man. You get a contract, do your job. Exactly. Find I'm, out where they're going with stuff. Yeah. Now, was he working it? And, I, and that's something we don't know. We don't know if that was a work or not. Mm-hmm. I'm mad, and that helps the fans be more mad. And, mm-hmm. and so... um so this is the time where if this is if this is legitimately Andrade saying I'm unhappy with the company, I don't think he did it the right way. And I think this is where Tony Khan pays him to sit at home on vacation um, and says, listen, here, here's the deal. Uh, WWE let you go. Uh, WWE treated you like crap. And now just because a new guy's in charge, you think you'll get treated a whole lot better over there. And you might. That's fine. But we cannot set the precedent of jump from one you know company what? to another. I just want to go on record. The Hammerlock DDT is not a good finisher. It's not a great finisher. <laughs> um, it, it, most, most Hammerlock whatevers are not good finishers. <laughs> right. Fucking. Uh, I can't think of almost any move uh, that is uh, improved by being a hammerlock version the the pump underhook powerbomb it's not really that great guy yeah it's it's like i don't know Uh, i do like the double underhook suplex where they go up and then they spin around and slam you down i like that and nobody does that now but other than that it's like oh pump handle Pump handle stuff, all that. Eh, mm-hmm. Okay. I suppose. No, it's like... So, but that's the deal. It's, I mean, in the end, I think Andrade thinks he's a bigger star than I think he really is. And I mean, the, I would agree with that. Yep. And in in this case, right now, it's really easy to be padding... Uh, Triple H on the back because he has done a really good job since he came back. But here's what it comes down to: WWE is still WWE, right? Right. Um, sure. There's only a certain amount of room in WWE for the smaller luchador style wrestlers. Um, is Andrade head and shoulders above Santos Escobar? Um, A wrestler with a very similar build, a very similar wrestling style, actually a very similar character. Right. Like, is he head and shoulders above? No. You could argue he's better. I don't know if I'd side with you on that argument, but you could make an argument for it. But in the end, they've already got Andrade there. In Santos Escobar, right? Right. Who's reportedly, well, not even reportedly, is now on the main roster, right? So, if they bring Andrade, if, if, say, Tony lets him go and he goes back to WWE, he's going to be their new toy for a few weeks, and then it's going to be same old, same old. They're, they're going to pair him up with Angel and Hector. Oh my god. Humberto Carrillo. 
You know, I would be terrified of that. It's, I mean, I because. I mean, for fuck's sake, I was so excited when Johnny Gargano came back. And and as of right now, I still don't know what they're doing with his character. Like, right. He's back. He's wrestling. What's he doing? I don't know. His wife is back in wrestling and maybe in the pic- the title picture. I can't even tell whether or not she's a healer or face. Yeah, I have no idea. Facts. I have no idea whether he's a heel or a face right now. I mean, he came out to a big face pop. Uh, he started his program against Austin Theory, which puts him in the face style. Uh, but then they teamed him up with uh, Kevin Owens, which that's more heel style. I, mean, I don't know. I. Yeah, they're like testing the waters, I guess. I don't know. And that's ultimately the thing. Is in the end, like WWE is doing great. Uh, Triple H is doing a lot better than Vince McMahon. I'm not trying to minimize how much better WWE is under Triple H. Night and day better. But in the end, they still only have five hours of main roster TV a week. And they've already got a big roster, right? Uh, well, and I mean, what do you want booked differently? You know, that, that's that's where the Andrade thing is like. Well, what do you want booked differently? Yeah, I just think he like, maybe wants to be with Charlotte or whatever. You know, like I know she's not that could be. Thing. Then you then you should have signed signed a contract. Yeah. Man. Then, then when that company let you go, you run the indies for a while. You yeah, you run the indies because you know the guy who let you go is eighty seven years old or however old mm-hmm. it is. Or seventy seven. He, <laughs> he, here's another side of the coin here. Right? Say say you do sign a contract. Sign a contract for a one year deal. AEW specifically has tiered deals. We know the AEW tier deal system, right? They have per-appearance deals, they have short-term deals, they have longer-term deals, right? Uh, he reportedly... Whatever contract you sign, though, fucking stick it out, man. Yeah, he reportedly signed a five-year tier deal. That's on yeah, him that's wild. for negotiating... Yeah. A big system. Cody Rhodes talked about the tier system. They've got uh, uh, tier zero, which allows, uh, which is basically a first option to sign. It's a per appearance deal. You get a bonus. Um, you get some extra things and stuff like that. And then an exclusivity to us in, in terms of we get first option uh, to sign you. So here we're putting some money into you. We can't guarantee that we're giving you a full contract, but if someone else offers you a contract, we we get first dibs, right? Um, they guarantee you X amount of dates, um, and they go on from there. Uh, and then they've got a tier one 
and a tier two and a tier three and a tier four and then a tier jericho he calls it which is the basically lifetime tier uh but so where did he say this this was in an interview this was back uh in november of 2020 he talked about the tier systems Oh, well, that um, sounds like a very interesting interview. <laughs> it was on AEW Unrestricted. Oh, snap. All so right. first, first episode of season two, I believe. Oh, okay. Fair enough. So, uh, so he did, did the, uh, the tier deal and he chose to negotiate a higher tier, Right. So, so I'm going to use uh, leases for apartments as an example, right? You're living in an apartment complex, and your lease is up, and you get let out, let go of your apartment complex. They say we're not going to renew your lease; we need you to go. And you go find, and you really loved that apartment complex. You really loved it, but you're out, right? Um, so you go find another apartment complex. And you're like, well, I want to go, I want to have a chance to go back to that first apartment complex if I get a chance to, right? right. You don't sign a three-year lease on the <laughs> new apartment complex. Right. You sign a one-year lease or a six-month lease, right? Facts. Or heck, you do month-to-month, <laughs> right? Um, he chose to sign a long-term deal with AEW. Um. And part of a long-term deal with any wrestling company is understanding that there will be ups and downs. You will be booked really well at times, and then you will be booked in time at times in ways that you don't like. Um, again, wrestling is all about being a team player to put over the company, right? Facts. So, uh, so he didn't get booked as well as he liked. And then the other apartment complex opened up and said, hey, we've got an apartment that you can move into if you want to. And now he wants out of his lease. <clears throat> I wouldn't let him out. Nah. Fuck that, Jazz. I'd make him sit out the rest of his lease. Or at least long enough that he's no longer as attractive to WWE, right? Like, make him sit at home for six months. And then say, listen, we paid you for six months. Do you still want out? Because now you're not going to be the hot star coming over to WWE who just appeared recently on AEW. You're going to be the person that, that people have forgot about. And in wrestling, people go by the wayside real fast. Or, here's the other side of the deal, Andrade. You can continue to work for us. We'll work with you on trying to make your your character better. Um, and, and we'll improve your overall standing in the end. And then when your contract's up, you can go wherever the fuck you want. Or maybe you'll decide you want to stay here, because maybe you'll see that in the long run... We put money into you when they didn't want to put money into you anymore. 
Anyways, let's do another couple packs before we start talking about four packs. Something. Pick two. In loving memory, the fact that uh, Ambrose is not paying attention. Twenty-one. There you go. Two and one. Pack number two first. Bruno oh, San Martino. Hey, your zoom works great there. Yeah. Look at that chest hair. Gotta love the chest hair. He ate a lot of fried green tomatoes as a kid. <laughs> One. That, that's supposed to give you Lynch? chest hair? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's what my dad told me when I was a kid. Sorry. Oh, Still to this day, hate tomatoes. In the middle of a leg drop. I feel like you have a crazy chest hair, though. I um, don't, but thanks. Oh. Fair enough. I already know I, I would have, have known this already in the brawn panties match, but no. A Jay Uso only if he lost. Yeah, yeah. Don't assume, bud. <laughs> Not to mention, I may very well trim up for that. <laughs> Fair enough. And my chase card is a hollow version of Happy of Happy Corbin. Hey. Boy, he been. Uh, he's been missing. JBL since... just kidnapped him. He's been missing since he lost. Uh, that yeah, it's match. true. JBL did kidnap him. No. Yeah. Was it actually? Did we see JBL? I thought it was just a limo. Well, but it was his limo. It was it was the horns limo. Yeah, Mm -hmm. which implies JBL, but does not specifically state JBL. Uh, That's all. Semantics over here. I think this is a pack full of duplicates, but. McFoley, because I'm Mick. I had that one. I know I had Jordan Devlin. JD. It's not zooming there. Um, this one I think is new. Shelton Benjamin. And I know Ain't I Ain't no have... stopping me. No, no. I know I had a regular version, so now I have the chase version Jeez, of Odyssey Jones. Nobody cares about Odyssey Jones. Yeah, he's not high on my list either. Okay, anyways, let's talk about um, the specifics of what all happened on the different shows. Uh, so Bloodline had their conversation backstage um, on Raw, and this is where they started to to put this whole uh, Jay Uso versus Sami Zayn thing going on. Uh, that's gonna build the tension between them, right? Uh, yeah, Johnny Gargano versus Austin Theory again, which is back to face. I guess. <laughs> um, 
apparently there's speculation that, um, or there's at least reports that backstage it's been talked about doing a uh, match for possession of the Money in the Bank briefcase. Winner oh. gets the briefcase, um, which I would like to go on the record right now and say I am against them doing that match. Um, I would rather have him lose uh, in a cash-in than have him lose the briefcase to someone else. I think that... I mean, as long as you were saying that same thing when Otis won it. That's all I'm saying. I wanted Otis to cash it in. I wanted him to cash it in and win. I I didn't like the Otis storyline just in general because it was, you know... Uh, from day one, mired in. Hey, let's let the let's have the fat guy win it. Right. <laughs> It'll be funny if the fat guy wins it. Um, and then they had him win it, and then they're like, "Oh fuck, what do we do with it?" I did not like the idea of the Miz winning it in court from him. I would have preferred if they were going to do it that they do it in a match. Which so this is at least a step in the right direction. Uh, to have a match versus a weird ass court case for it, but right. um, I, I think it it minimizes the money in the bank briefcase when you make it be this kind of like I don't know. Just because you won the match doesn't mean you get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, right. I I didn't like when James Ellsworth won it for the women. Right. No. That and then was handed stupid. it to. I don't. I don't like. I think if you're going to build it up as this big thing that gets you a guaranteed future shot, then it needs to be the guaranteed future shot, Fact. and not no. conditioned on other things. Uh, unless you make that condition on other things part of the rules from day one, right? Like the 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 New Japan. Uh, that we've talked about where they have, you have to defend it one time before the match happens. You know what I mean? But, um, anyway, Chad Gable versus Ray Mysterio. Nah. Well, I mean, it was, it was an okay match. I mean, uh, two guys who can really go at it. You know what I mean? Well, Chad Gable is always entertaining in my eyes though. But that was obviously just to tell, yeah, it was really just to do the whole Rey Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio storyline at right. the end, which they could have done Boy, without. I, Dominic just does not sell. Hit me, Dad. I'm I'm at least hopeful that we're going to have a reprieve from that for a short period of time. We'll get to that Ray when we talk to about s- SmackDown. Um, but uh, we had um, Bailey versus Candice LeRae. So this is Candace is a face, I guess. Um, you had the promo with the Judgment Day calling out uh, AJ Styles, saying "Join us," and and it looked like he was gonna join, and then nope, it was the OC. The OC right. is back. I deeply enjoyed that. It was fun. Um, like I said on Tuesday, it, it's fun because you know Carl Anderson is still the. Uh, New Japan open weight champion. He's got to go over and lose that, but anyways. Um, yeah, Miz's birthday thing, and 
shades of Vince McMahon with the birthday thing, but whatever. It's always going to be WWE. They're still going to have that stuff. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do think there was a um, more than one potential wardrobe malfunction for Maurice during it, though. Um, so. Damn, I missed that. Get your DVR <laughs> out. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and then they did. They bought Also, his, just his, go look up Maurice's. I mean, yeah, she was in nudes. Playboy. Yeah, that's know, fair. So. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> when she was younger. Fair, fair um, point. Um, they did mess up the ending to this, though. Maurice was supposed to go face first into the cake, and she missed. But whatever. Yeah. Oh, she, she's trying to see them get enough cake on her to make it matter. <laughs> but, anyways, Dr. Loomis, of course, showed up and all that stuff. So, um, Omos, I need, Indy. I need some indie with him. Yeah, they just need to. They need to put Indy back. Just pull her up to the. I think. I think they probably just decided that Indy wasn't quite ready for main roster, um, sure. because they teased it being. Like, on NXT, she got a letter from Dex. And she also got kidnapped by him, or was mm-hmm. about to, you know, like... Yeah, and so... The cops came. Anyways. Uh, they're obviously... Building towards Omos versus Braun here. Um, so. uh, Bobby Lashley versus Seth Rollins. Um... This was after, of course, uh, uh, Brock Lesnar came out and destroyed Bobby Lashley a few times. You can you call yourself a soldier? Yeah. <laughs> what was it like two F fives and a, and a couple suplexes? Yeah, and I think uh, Kimura No or whatever the hell he calls that move. Yeah, the Kimura. Did something to his luck. And then. Uh, Seth Rollins, who was supposed to have the match, taunted him into continuing to do the match, and then won. So, Seth Rollins is now a double Grand Slam champion. Like a boss, as he should be. Um, And then Matt Riddle versus Sami Zayn really was just to set up more of the whole, is Jay gonna help Sami? Is Sammy and Jay get a fight. You know what's going to happen there. So, right. Got to tell you, best storyline going though. The (laughs) last ten minutes of Raw was just like uh, ten minutes of DX masturbating in the ring. Um, Yeah, I really thought they opened the DX stuff really well too. Penis. (laughs) Can we say penis? What about those four (laughs) cocks over there? (laughs) <laughs> yeah they opened it up really well uh towards the end it just seems silly and stupid though it was kind of like okay guys kudos for them like mentioning him. billy gunn though that was dope yeah sort of mentioning him well apparently but. they tried to get him but uh, tony khan wouldn't play ball so uh no well apparently the reports i read to uh they never actually reached out to tony khan they never oh. did. Uh, that uh, Tony has gone on record saying, I 
probably would have done it if they would have asked me, but that they never had reached out specifically. So, oh, okay. So, well, who said that they tried then? Road Dog? Was it Road uh, Dog that mentioned in, that they tried? In the in the inter or in the the DX thing, they just said he wasn't available. He's he's working for some other company. No, 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 no. But I, didn't Road Dog put something out on Twitter or some interview saying that they tried to reach out to Billy Gunn? Either way. But Tony Khan did actually say that in an interview that they never. I'm trying to find it. the thing here. I can't find the the one that I was the last report I read. Uh, yeah, it, it, you know, Billy or uh, Road Dog did say that WWE did all they could do to make it happen. Right, but of course he's going to. He works for WWE. Um, But the reports, because, yeah, Tony Khan didn't care about Chris Jericho, Paul White, and Brian Danielson making appearance on Raw's a few months ago. Now, that being said, there have been, you know, Tony Khan has said that uh, he thought things were cool between him and WWE and then the contract tampering, and that might play into it. But uh, I can't find the exact report I read. But the report that I'd read said that uh, their sources said that no one ever actually contacted AEW about getting Billy Gunn. Oh, snap. Um, okay. Or at least not serious contacting, you know? Right. Um, but anyways. But the biggest thing is it was just like, it was 10 minutes of fucking, you know, just like, oh, let's say all of our catchphrases and then, you know, it, this uh, isn't going to build anything. There's not going to be... Anyone, you know, like, I I guess, you know, if they were, I don't know, maybe five years younger or something, we would have had someone come out and say something stupid and they all would have done their finishers or whatever. Yeah. But I, you know, there's still at least one of them who's in shape enough to do most of their stuff. uh, And that's X-Pac. I think Road Dog probably could. I think right. uh, HBK oh. probably could do a sweet chin music. The only one that really couldn't for certain would be Triple H. They even made made jokes about it when he was doing his thing. He stopped to check his breath and make sure his heart was beating right. <laughs> um, well, they all did that, though. <laughs> I got to catch my breath. But uh, but here's the deal. You remember Raw 25 a couple years ago? Yeah, that's it. Years ago, whatever. I mean, like, we've seen you this know, already. Yeah, they they had they had Finn Balor come out and to sweet them. They used that time to try to put over some of the younger talent, right? right. The up and comers at the time. And for this, they're like, no, let's just do, let's just do all of our catchphrases for ten minutes and crotch chop and then go off the air. And it's like, I don't know. It seemed half-assed to me. Anyways, yeah. But uh, SmackDown. We had 
uh, Kofi Kingston versus Sami Zayn, which was also still more of the uh, is is the Usos going to help him um, or not? You know, how's that going to go? Uh, Bra- Braun Strowman beat up on a couple jobbers. L.A. Knight officially back as L.A. Knight. Uh, yeah. And then beat up Mansoor. Beat him up or was it a match? It was a match, right? It was a match, yeah, but he beat... It was a squash. It was a squash, that's why I don't remember it. Okay, perfect. Um, uh, Shotzi, Raquel Rodriguez, and Roxanne Perez versus Damage Control. This was Roxanne Perez's tryout on SmackDown. She also, in terms of storyline and NXT, she was there to choose uh, Cora Jade's opponent for their match next week. Right. Um, and then Cora Jade will be on Raw tonight. I should, excuse me. Uh, you know, to choose Roxanne Perez's uh, opponent. Opponent, right. Yeah. Um, Hit Row versus Legato del Fantasma. Um Boy, how the mighty hit row have fallen now to job right? out Legato del Fantasma. Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't say job. I, I would even say if hit row was freaking popping, uh, they they Fantasma still would have got the win. Anyways, I mean, they're they just came up. Selena Vega, Selena Vega came with them. Like it's a whole thing. But yeah, no one gives a shit about hit row to the point where it's just like. Why did you resign these guys? Swerve was the magic, I feel, there. Um, but, yeah, like, I feel like just, if anything, just break them up if you still want to use them. Like, I feel like they'd be better alone than together. Especially and Big then, Dollar or Top Dollar, whatever the hell his name is. And then the main event, Fatal 4-Way, which was uh, Ricochet versus Sheamus versus Solo Sokoa versus... A new to SmackDown, Rey Mysterio. Uh, that's the storyline we hinted at earlier. Rey Mysterio came on saying, I'm not going to fight Dom. I'm not going to fight my son. I quit. Right. And Triple H, playing the part of general manager, um, said, no, come into my office. Let's talk about it. Let's see if there's something we can work out. And then later announced that he was going to be in this match. And uh, that he has now been traded to SmackDown. Uh, so Rey Mysterio now on SmackDown um, to get away from having to face his son in a match. Um, do I think that he is actually away from having to face his son in a match? No. Um, I think what will eventually happen is they'll have a draft. Dom will come to SmackDown, and then it'll be all back to square one again. But for now, at least. Uh, And the winner of the match, the new (coughs) number one contender. Apologies, gentlemen. Had to step away. I had to pee. Rey Mysterio. He's the number one contender for the Intercontinental Belt, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Intercontinental. So Ray's gonna get power bombed yeah. out of his mask. 
<laughs> yeah, that's going to be entertaining. That's on next week's SmackDown. Um, I don't they know if they've announced. Okay. I don't know if they've announced the time for it. Um, they might put it on the pay per view. Crown Jewel. And then you had the Bray Wyatt promo that we showed earlier and might get a copyright strike for. Hey. Only time shall tell. Only time shall tell. We talked a little bit about AEW, but we'll go through exactly what all happened. uh, Because I mentioned um, the matches. We'll talk more about the stuff that happened in between. Big thing, Renee Paquette, now officially All Elite. Uh, All elite. All elite. Um, I think that's really interesting. Uh, the timing of it implies part of Moxley's contract. Yeah, that that. Well, and maybe it wasn't part of Moxley's contract, but Moxley's contract brought it about that. Now that he had settled on one company, she felt like she could settle on a company. You know what I mean? But so she's now going to be one of their main backstage interviewers. Um, it, interesting that they didn't put her on commentary directly. Uh, yeah, they have too many people going at commentary, though. Well, they do, but I, I think she could be a nice change of pace on it. But I do like her as the the backstage interviewer as well. Um, yeah. I just was kind of, I really thought that, that was the role that they would settle uh, uh, Jim Ross into. Um, to right. get him off play-by-play, get him into uh, more of a backstage interview, you know, a, a mean Gene Okerlund. But I guess uh, mean, mean Renee Paquette uh, is fine, too. Mean Renee Paquette. Yeah. You know something, mean Renee? <laughs> Um, you did have that interview we mentioned, uh, with, uh, MJF where Stokely Hathaway interfered, uh, and MJF was not having it. That was just fun. That was all, that's all I can say is it was fun. It was fun. I'm like, you say it, it played with our expectations because he was almost a face at times in that, uh, but he still wasn't, he was still MJF himself. And just so, like, you know what? I have to be this way. Mm-hmm. You don't wake up every every day in the morning and look yourself in the mirror and punch it and blah, blah, blah. I have to. Be, I don't want to be. I have to be this way or whatever the hell he said. That, that's a, that awesome. sounds expensive. That's the first thing I thought is. Punching <laughs> your mirror is expensive. I mean, maybe just I mean, those cheap little mirrors at Dollar Store. Just it's a little small little mirror, you know. That's still, that's $365 mirrors a, a year. Did we just invent an economic $365 mirrors? Yes. Dollar <laughs> mirrors. Um, uh, look, what was the next thing that was the big... Oh, the, well, the big one on it was the um, uh, John Moxley versus uh, Hangman Page interview or promo. Uh, this was... Potentially the best Hangman Page promo yet. Ever! Um, yeah. It, it was so well done in most of the things. 
Uh, some of the lines from it, uh, I just, I just absolutely loved. Um, let me see if I can find one of them. Uh, here he and is. he just, was just so more, much more expressive and so much more emotional. And it just, mm -hmm. it was awesome. It worked perfectly yeah. for him. My favorite thing is, he says, uh, Moxley said, that's exactly what I think about you. I don't think you're the same guy who knocked me off a 20 foot ladder a year ago. Next week, you've got a chance to take a shot at me. I don't think you've got the guts to pull the trigger. Paige said, I hesitated and it cost me the champion. For all that I did, I'm left with nothing. So no, I'm not the same. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. I'm anxious. I'm depressed. The medicine's not working, but I am still here because I am a man. I do what I have to in Cincinnati. I don't care if your family's in the crowd. I will beat you within an inch of your life and take back this title. Bam. Uh, but that line there where he says, I'm, frust I'm angry, I'm frustrated, I'm anxious, I'm depressed. The medicine's not working, but I am still here. Uh, is... Like, I was like, am I Hangman Page? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm anxious. I'm angry. I'm frustrated. I'm depressed. And the medicine is not working for me either. <laughs> well, because he was talking like an everyday man, right? And that's kind of what works for Mox, too. Mm -hmm. So he, in reality, just took like a Mox promo and fucking made it work. Just like Mox would, technically. But, you know. Yeah, his best promos he's ever done. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, speaking of potentially best programs someone's ever done, I am absolutely loving the Nyla Rose stolen TBS championship gimmick. Yeah, I think uh, that's uh, different. I love just the idea of her running around with the stolen belt, defending it <laughs> like the champion. I didn't get uh, that whole security guard thing, though. Like, that to me just didn't make any sense. They knock out all the security guards, but they let them pass. I was just like, how do you how do you just let them pass? It felt, like, very botched to me. But, you know, it is what it is. But, um, and then we mentioned earlier, but it's still important to talk about, Orange Cassidy is the new All-Atlantic champion for AEW. Um, and they've already announced a match. I don't know when it's going to happen, whether it's this next week or not. Uh, but uh, <laughs> fucking Orange Cassidy versus Minoru Suzuki. Um, oh, Jesus. I don't know how that match is going to go. I imagine Orange Cassidy's chest is going to be redder than it normally is. Well, and he's um, super white on top of that. Well, not super white. But, yeah, his chest is going to just, you're going to see it. Mm -hmm. You're definitely going to see it. You see it on a John Mox, no matter what. You'll definitely see it on Orange Cassidy. But I'm happy. I'm happy that they finally let one of the most overstars since day one in AEW get a champion. So. Get a little something, something. Yeah. Yeah, a little something, something. Um, and then they had, they had Orange Confetti raining down. And I, I really wanted... Uh, uh, them to have a a a setup time where you saw people before the match loading both the orange and the I don't know black confetti for Pac mm. purple confetti I don't know what color they would do because you know it's just like oh we conveniently had all this orange confetti loaded up <laughs> well you know 
it's it's we all know it's predetermined. What do you want them to do? <laughs> exactly what they did. Yeah. Well, he was saying they wanted to see him with black confetti, like loading that part up too. No, I I thought it would be funny. It would be a funny oh, bit okay. to have beforehand been like it's it's like you know for the Super Bowl how they make shirts for both teams, right? right. Uh, just in case this would be a play on oh we well we had to load up confetti for both people just in case. Yeah, know, that would have been kind of cool. You have two of the turnbuckles only go orange because the other mm-hmm. two were filled with black confetti. Yeah, or something. But... Just to make it more like a sports thing. Uh, on Rampage, you had an interview with Keith Lee and Swerve where um, Keith Lee uh, expressed disapproval for Swerve cheating to win uh, on Billy Gunn. So there's uh, going to be some heat going on in that relationship. Um, that's interesting. Um, Ten challenged Roosh for a match next week. So uh, it looks like they're just slotting Roosh into the spot that uh, Andrade was in two weeks ago. Right. Prior to punching Sammy Guevara, which, I mean, here's the, I'm going to point out, Sammy Guevara's got a very punchable face, right? So I don't, I don't blame him for wanting to punch Sammy Guevara. Uh, There's a difference between (laughs) actually punching him. (laughs) Um, and Johnny's like, I did it. And Stu Grayson came in. Yep. Yeah. Know, Stu Grayson back. Yeah. Uh, because they were in Canada. So, he's, and I, I do want to point out, um, based on every report that I've read and everything, Stu Grayson has not re-signed with the company. They were just in Canada where Stu Grayson lives and he showed up. You're talking like it's not a big country, though. Like, it is, it is a big country. That's still it like, is, quite it a It is trip. still a big country, but <laughs> here's the deal. To American crowds, right? And let's, I'll even say it this. Nebraska is a big state. Uh, but if you were born in Omaha and you're wrestling at an event in North Platte, you're still considered a hometown boy, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, there's a, a small town, small-ish town in Nebraska called Shadron. Right. Uh, there's a kid from Shadron. I say kid. He's no longer a kid. Has not been a kid for a long time. Went off to an NFL career named Danny Woodhead. Uh, everyone from Nebraska considers him. Local hero. Local hero. Shadron's as far from me right now. Um, about as far from me right now as you can get and Chicago. still be in the same state. Yeah. It's almost as far as Chicago is from me. Oh, shit. Okay. And from you, sir, what's Toronto? Is that uh, six hours? Yeah, six hours. Seven hours? Um, six, seven hours. He's the same distance from Shadron as yeah. you are from Toronto. Yeah, seven hours and 12 minutes to Shadron from Omaha. Seven hmm. hours. So, um... And Shadron is where? That's still in Nebraska? Still in Nebraska, right? We are the the fifth largest state, bud. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that because Montana's huge and Texas is huge and Alaska's Mm -hmm. huge. um, 
and whatever uh, California is huge because all those four are huge. Mm-hmm. People don't think of Nebraska. No, we're next. We're literally next. the next largest state. <laughs> Who's next to be the largest state? Nebraska. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but that's the deal. Is it's like, you know, yeah, it's a long distance. I'm not arguing that. Right. But he's still considered that's a hometown person. It also isn't like he came from BC to Toronto. Yeah. Right. No. Fair. That's a yeah, fair it's point. Like and he a... it's not like he drove either. He definitely took a flight. Yeah, he so that's only like 45 minutes. He wasn't minutes up in the Yukon fucking <laughs> right. mining for gold and then decided, oh, I'll show up in Toronto. Uh, <laughs> that's a fair point. Yeah. Um, he went from Montreal to Toronto. Uh, you you legit think he wasn't up mining for gold? In, in... That would have been hilarious. <laughs> no. No one legit thinks that. I'm just saying, fair. It's not that far, especially when just taking a flight. Um, why not? They made a whole bunch of things all Canadian, Christian, Ethan Page fighting, mm-hmm. everything. So I guess it makes sense. Sure. Go for the I hometown mean, crowd, bud. Cheap pops, re- worthy pop. Remember. That crowd was on fire, and I am proud of my Canadian brothers because Toronto definitely put it. On the map, also, I'm sure AEW. Note, because here's the deal. note that you don't hear us say, "I'm proud of our American brothers" when they're in Chicago. Yeah. Well, here's, I mean, I'm the- only saying that because fucking AEWs. It was it their first time here, so yeah. I would have also been but pissed. Here's the deal. Okay. <laughs> are, are would <laughs> you have been trapped. really excited to have seen uh, Bret Hart perform in Montreal? Um, at some point, I mean, I saw him at Survivor Series technically get screwed. Yeah. So yes, yeah, and you were excited, right? Even yep. though he's from Calgary, for sure. Yeah, which is which is fucking far away. Oh, it's from Montreal. Yeah, yeah, way know? farther than Toronto is. You know, <laughs> um, he's you know Sue Grayson was still that was just to pop the crowd. As far as I've heard, as far as I've read, he has not signed a contract. He's not back with AEW. We're not going to see him back with the Dark Order this week. Okay. That was just to pop the crowd because they could. Fair. Um, we had uh, Dalton Castle come out and challenge Jericho for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Dalton Castle, a former ROH World Champion, um, and currently the Ring of Honor Trios Champion with the boys. Um, important to note, though, from what I've read, Dalton Castle not signed to Ring of Honor. The boys signed to Ring of Honor. Oh, that's interesting. Um, and the, from what I've read, it's it's not that Dalton Castle turned down a contract. He just was not for some one. reason or other, he has not been offered one yet, which is interesting because. He's fucking great. So, um, maybe there's like a sexual allegation we don't know about or something, and they're scared to sign him to anything just yet. Or Discovery wouldn't be a happy camper if they signed him. I mean, that's really assuming a lot of shit. But what else well, would it be if it wasn't for like a some sort know, of legal issue or something? Yeah, I, 
I understand that, but if if uh, Discovery didn't want him on Ring of Honor, they also probably wouldn't want him on, on uh, Rampage. Forever. On Rampage, so. And then, uh, fresh off his win of the All-Atlantic Championship, the Orange Cassie and the Best Friends challenged Death Triangle to a trios match this coming week for the trios championship. Um, which I feel like they recently already had one of those. So, you know, well, I mean, I'm down for best friends to win it though. Fuck it. I mean, I love Pac and kudos to Pac for doing. I thought best friends should have won it the first time before even the elite one. I thought best friends should have been the winners of that tournament. Right. Anyways. Oh, that's true. But that was the week prior, no? When did Pac do the double duty where he was the last match of the night? No, it was... And then he was the first match of Battle of the Belts. That was the week prior, no? That was last week, yeah. Uh, okay, sorry. <laughs> well, the week prior to this, yes. Yeah. Times, they are flying. Well, speaking of times, let's open these last two packs. Let's do it. Let's see do it. it. Open it now, like you should. This one, I believe, is a double, but it's wow. okay. Because ding dong, hello. Hey, Bailey. Hey, Bailey. Hey, Bailey. I don't think I had this version of Drew McIntyre yet, so. Nice, nice, mm-hmm. nice. Fucking fuckity fuck. Fucking fuckity fuck. Do you want to do a live on air burning of that? I might. My luck, it'll release toxic fumes. Uh, but it's okay. Well, if it releases because I get this. Fashion, ooh, that looks like a card that could end up sticky. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The worst thing is that's isn't that the second fucking Jerry Lawler I got too? Yes, I believe you've had another one that you said you were going to destroy off air. Anyways. I'll have to find it so I can destroy them both. Because fuck Jerry Lawler. He hate him. So I take it you didn't watch the territory one with between him and Nandy Kaufman. I told you I wasn't gonna. <laughs> Got a Shotzi. Shotzi. Pre her getting her name back. Her last name bank. We got Katana Chance. Casey Catanzaro. Mm-hmm. I don't know why you call her some weird fucking name. That's What's weird. the name that they have printed on here? I don't know. It must be a misprint. We've got <laughs> Andy Hartwell. Why are you not doing? Oh, I'm gonna let you keep up. And then 
my final final card there. My chase card. Zoe Stark. Zoe. Who you don't care for, but I think she's got a future. Yeah. And they, I've, she's in the Bronson Reed category again. She's like, I, I get it. I see that she's very talented. I see the skill that she has. She just, as a character, does nothing for me. And I mostly well, just get annoyed. But I'm sorry, sir. Um, but like I said, I get it. I understand why people like her. Okay. I don't hate her. She just doesn't do anything for me. <laughs> I mean, hate is such a strong word. I'm sorry, sir. She does things for me. Like like wash your clothes or Yeah, I mean she's just a really nice person. A really nice person does things for you. Okay, I'm missing chase car. You're missing a chase card? Yeah. Because I'm trying to separate them out. So we got Raw on Monday and then Dynamite on Tuesday. Yep, Dynamite Tuesday this week. So remember, everyone, set your PBRs. As it's Tuesday night dynamite, and uh, for some reason, Vice isn't doing their uh, Vince document. What is a PVR? Uh, personal video recorder. It's yeah. the. It's the same shit because DVR is digital video recorder, right? Right. Yeah. Right. I just guessed that right here, right now. Um, yeah. So SMM shows. It's the same thing. Yeah. I think DVR was trademarked for a while, so someone started to talk PVRs. Um, Smart. Smart Mark Sterling. Uh, Well played. I see what you did there. Anyways. Fucking Mm -hmm. Jerry Lawler. Find that other Jerry Lawler. You okay there, guy? I mean, you're gonna don't blow a gasket over Jerry Lawler. I think he already has. I hate Jerry Lawler. Yeah, we heard you the first and the six hundred and forty-seven million times. Yep. Yeah. Well, you're gonna hear me uh, more because I fucking hate Jerry Lawler. I've got to find the other Jerry Lawler. You should do like a burning on TikTok or something. Boy, I feel like that's actually already been part of the conversation. Yeah, it's almost like someone said it like 20 minutes ago. Oh, it's almost like someone wasn't paying attention. I apologize. It's almost like we know that's happening with you. Dick (laughs) Fair point. You're a bag of dicks. Hey, bag of dicks. Bag of dicks. Who doesn't have a good quality bag of dicks? Mm. What was that from? 
I was a show. Why does no? everything have to be from something? Because there, yeah. everything is from something. Bag of Dicks yeah. is definitely from something. Did you create Bag can't of Dicks? Your host, can't I your think not. Just be fucking entertaining. I mean, they are, but they can't be original. Except Doobly Doos. I feel like that was original. No, it that's wasn't. a thing that wasn't. That's Damn the one really? thing in this conversation that wasn't original. <laughs> Damn it! Fucking. Fuck. I said from day one, I stole that from uh, the Blog Brothers, uh, the uh, um, Hank and John Green. Oh, they would say Link is in the doobly-doos. Snap! Yes, it's true. Fact. You did say that. Fucking people mock me for fucking randomly sometimes saying it while I'm fucking streaming. Links are in the doobly-doos, and be like, "What the fuck's the doobly-doos?" I'm like, you guys are just not hip enough. That's all it is. They're not cool. That's fine. Uh, but anywho. Links are in the doodles. So now I've got to find a good place to set up Macho Man back there on my displays of... Yeah, I guess you're going to have to get rid of one of your stings. Nope. Nope. Macho Man will go <laughs> things him. He's, he's black and white, so I can put him next to the black and white sting. Oh, that's true. He's not NWO Macho Man, though. Mm. So, so he would fit next to thing. His toes fucking bend. The fuck? That's creepy. Why the fuck does the toes bend? So you can pose Why? him in certain poses, like with his feet, toes bent. I don't know. <laughs> you gonna you gonna make the Macho Man have his toes curled? And he's gonna be like, mm, yeah. Oh, that's the spot. This is madness. So here's 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 the cursed thought. Do you suppose the Macho Man did that voice in bed? Oh, I'm sure he did. Yeah. 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 Miss Elizabeth. Damn. Macho oh, Man's about to blow. <laughs> about to show you the maddest no. part of my madness. Ooh, yeah. This cream's about to rise to the top. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, I should have known and that then was coming, but fuck. He'd do that face. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. Oh, shit. Now you know how the macho blows. Jesus. I'm going to point out he does have uh, the action grip hand. So, you know. Nice. He doesn't he need Miss Elizabeth here. He can it to the top. He doesn't need Miss Elizabeth here. He can... God damn it. Oh, yeah. oh my God! Oh, leave, yeah. You leave that action yeah. figure alone. Snap into a slim jam. Step away from the action figure. You leave it in its box. You should have never undid that tape. <laughs> His uh, shirt's actually made of cloth, though. That's cool. Oh, nice. It's cool. not painted on. That would have been lame as hell. 
<laughs> I should have done uh, this as the face he said. <laughs> After. Uh, oh, man. Anywho's. Let's, uh, before we get too random and everything, let's go ahead and close. I mean, I feel like we were already there before we get too random. I don't think, uh, oh, we that's fair. More, more random. Oh, we got man's ejaculations are not random. Oh. They are intentional. They are premature. Well, why, yeah. why, would you, why would you know that? I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, I don't know that I would go there. Yeah, well, I mean, we went there. I mean, frankly, if we we're going to talk about premature and ejaculation, we get back to Jerry the King Waller. Oh, facts. Oh, yeah, that was a good burn. Fuck Jerry Lawler. <laughs> this is a Jerry Lawler hate account. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go ahead and close the book on the wrestling booking unit. Um, if you managed to last this long, uh, we appreciate it. Um, I'm sorry. We'd love for you to drop <laughs> a subscribe um, or even just to follow if you don't need to subscribe, but we'd love for you to subscribe. You can just follow us on the Twitch, twitch.tv slash raw and order WBU. That's where the live streams happen twice a week, Sunday nights and Tuesday nights. Um, they do still eventually get uploaded to YouTube and to the, <laughs> to the regular uh, podcast listing. But if you want to be part of the live streams, you have to be a part of the Twitch. Um, yes, sir. And so, and like I said before, if you have Amazon Prime, you can subscribe to us for free. You can watch us without subscribing. You just follow and watch. Subscribing just helps us out. And we'd appreciate that. But um, you can also check out our merch store. Merch link is in the bio. We've actually got two because we're in the process of doing some switching. Uh, the Stream Elements one is the new one where the new merch is going to go up. But we still have the old one up. Uh, but you can go there and you can support us through those. Uh, and you can follow us on all the social medias. You can follow me at Raw and Order WBU, just like it's got right down there. Right there. Raw and Order WBU. That's on pretty much any of the uh, platforms, uh, social medias. Uh, hello, Slimy Lampshade. Welcome to the stream. Right at the end. Um, <laughs> Better late wanna, than never. If you want to find a, find me on Facebook, though, it's at Pissant Podcast because Facebook is weird. So there's that. Uh, the topic of every... Uh, podcast that we do is professional wrestling um, and unfortunately you're right at the end of us talking professional wrestling for this episode we will be back in two days for our uh, fantasy booking show on Tuesday night so. uh, but you can follow D.A. Fabe at D.A. Vincent K. Fabe on Twitter only um, you know everybody likes to talk you need some legal advice. I'm probably not your guy, but you know, legal <laughs> advice in the in the world of professional wrestling. You know, maybe I can help out a little bit. <laughs> and then JLB is. You can follow me at JL uh, Twitch.tv slash JLBTLC25. Um, and I saw Halloween ends. 
And uh, that review will be up uh, hopefully tomorrow because, boy, was it a shitty ending. I will be talking about Halloween Ends and reviewing that. Um, you'll see that up tomorrow. I might do it a live stream, actually. So feel free to come and join me for the movie review because everyone likes a shitty horror movie with a 40-year-old freaking Halloween Michael Myers story that ends really shitty. For more, tune in tomorrow. Uh, yeah. probably at twitch.tv slash jlbtlc25 and uh, we'll talk movies and reviews and all hey, that speaking of movies and important ones this time of year mm. when does the great pumpkin Charlie Brown come out I don't know but now it's only out on um, on um, it's not out on cable anymore it's on a streaming site I think it's Universal's uh, streaming platform so you want to see it you won't see it on uh, any of your cable providers it will only be on streaming no. at least that's what it was last year oh no no oh yeah any who's but on that note we're gonna go ahead and close the book on the wrestling booking unit thank you all for listening we will see you soon this is <laughs>